Hey everyone, and thank you for listening to Nourish and Lift. Um, again, I could have not done this without stumbling across Anchor. Um, I was looking for a free podcast, and Anchor is definitely where it's at. I love the music that they have, the background music that they got going on. I love how you can customize everything to yourself, just like a regular podcast. And basically, all the tools is in the app, which I love. So definitely have to check it out. Go to download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Thank you all and thanks again for Anchor for making this happen. Thanks. Hey y'all, good morning and it is Saturday, April 2nd. I already forgot that yesterday was April 1st, Um, so yeah, I kind of forgot about April Fool's a little bit towards the end of the day. I did get my husband, so that was a win, (laughs) but I wanted to come on here and just talk a little bit about about food, just food in general. Um, We are already seeing the flux from the grocery prices going up and that means meat fruits vegetables basically everything that comes from either a crop or um, anything that's animal related those are the prices that we've been seeing like double and some of them triple so I have some tips and tricks to, and then some good things that we could actually start be doing for the life changes that we are making in our lives to better our health and just better family and everything in general. So the talking points I have today is about grocery prices and what we can do for that. Another talking point is this is the time to be more strict with our meals and planning and then finding what agrees with your body and your gut health and listening to your gut and your head. Sometimes we like to listen to our heart, but sometimes our heart can't always be right. (laughs) And also we are looking at listening to, oh, I said the gut, (laughs) Um, but we're also going to focus on water intake as well. So we'll go ahead and dive into that so first thing like i said grocery prices um grocery prices have definitely doubled and some of them tripled it's um it's really sad to be honest because the minimum wage hasn't really gone up that much and the fact that we have people that really depend on certain grocery stores um, and even other, like, so for example, Dollar Tree. Dollar Tree, you know, now it's a dollar twenty-five. It's not, you know, that flat dollar rate anymore. Um, they do, they do have some things that are still the flat dollar rate, but the other stuff is a dollar twenty-five for more of like the name brands, which I get, you know, they're trying to incorporate that. But I think Dollar Tree was already big enough, um, just because of the prices. And also, um, Dollar Tree does have quite a bit of name brand and grocery selection, Um, but I think that is very important for family that is maybe on just one income 
or very low income and they are trying to survive basically and feed their kids and themselves um so i hate seeing those type of stores going up and especially another one is save a lots or aldi's or lids um they have very gone up i went to aldi's the other day and i've noticed certain aldi's so if you have more than one aldi's in your area um and i know we have a lids too but definitely go to those stores go to different ones um, compare prices write it down take a picture with your phone um, and see which one is cheaper because um, we have two Aldi's I went to the Aldi's that's directly in the heart of Fredericksburg and then I went to the one that's on more of the outskirts and the one that was in the outskirts was cheaper than the one that's directly in the heart of the city so um, again because it's in the city that could be the reason why it's more expensive. You have more foot traffic, um, but also more different types of cultured families. So they do have a little bit more cultured brands, but they are much more expensive. Plus, um, you know, you got the city taxes and the fees and stockings and stuff like that. But even though Aldi's is not supposed to be putting the stocking price in because everything is comes out in boxes um, so that's one thing that all these is not supposed to be doing compared to like um, Walmart or Food Lion or Kroger you know they have the stocking fees basically putting it up on the shelf to make it look pretty even though we know that all of them look pretty but um, all these is not supposed to have the stocking fee because it all comes out in bulk um, same thing with like Sam's Goods, BJ's, and Costco. You know, those all come out in bulk. They're not supposed to have the stocking fee in the prices. So that's another thing to kind of consider. But now's the time that we know we see this. All right. So we had that COVID hit and basically everybody got sent home. And a lot of people were grateful for that because they actually got to have family time that they missed out on for so many years, which is pretty sad. But anyways, at least it was an eye opener and it rearranged their family routine, which is great. So, and another thing is also um, now's the time that we're seeing these high gas and grocery prices, but with these grocery prices now, this kind of makes you sit down and meal plan, all right? So now we're sitting down and we're looking at what we typically eat and what we, you know, what basically the meals, so for breakfast, lunch, and dinner, and maybe some side snacks as well. So those are things that we definitely have more time to actually be more strict about because of this should we've been doing this way in the past yeah we probably should have um, again it's like when nothing forces you to do something you don't do it so now that the whole economy is affected by this now a lot of people are forcing to do this but we should be doing this anyway so you know don't be so harsh on yourself or anybody around you or family spouse or anything like that just know that this is a good thing all right you have a life goal you have life changes that you need to make for yourself and you know that so now's the time to do this so we need to actually write out meals 
and it's okay to repeat meals. So that's another thing I wanted to dive into is repeating meals. So anytime that you are, um, so basically when, and I hate to say the word diet, but when people go on those diets or those fad diets, or if they're ordering meals from other places, they tend to repeat without them actually thinking. They just go by the taste, which they remembered and stuff like that. So they repeat meals. So same thing. It's okay to do that with, you know, family dinners, lunch, breakfast, and even for yourself to, you know, help lose that weight. And also it's really good to repeat meals because if it's something that does agree with your gut health, then what happens is your body gets used to processing that and it knows where to store the sugars, the fats, the carbs. And a lot of times um, when um, your body digests and and it goes into, you know, the bloodstream and everything that it needs to go into. But also when your liver, you know, goes through and filters everything, it knows where to send the fat. So it's not like a storage fat or anything like that where it's deep down. And it's really hard to lose. So that's another thing that's really good is to repeat the meals because when you repeat the meals, it's really good for your gut health. And it basically kind of makes it to like rethink it redirects everything and it's like a basically a kickstart a fresh kickstart so highly highly recommend repeating meals and plus when you repeat meals you're saving lots of money trust me because now it becomes again second nature which we talked about in the last podcast is things becoming second nature Plus, whenever you have repeated meals and you actually sit down and think, like, what is good that, you know, we eat, maybe it's Taco Tuesday, all right? Maybe um, pizza, you know, making a homemade pizza on Fridays, you know, Pizza Friday or Thursday spaghetti, you know? It's okay to have that routine and then maybe switch it up every other week so that way not everybody's getting burnt out or maybe switch up the days, you know, tacos on Thursdays and spaghettis on Tuesdays. So that way you're still switching up the meals. Um, But again, you have to remind your family that this is good for us. This is good for us to be more strict. And plus, like, when you're eating, you know, you're just there to eat. Your taste buds are going to be fine. Your stomach's going to be fine. Your gut's going to be fine. But the thing is the fact that you're there eating with your family or you're there eating with your significant other or spouse and you're enjoying the company and you're able to maybe, like, you know, have a funny story, share something, and laugh. So that's really good because that's what we need to focus on, not what we're eating, is just sitting down, being able to be with the people that we love or the people that we can tolerate (laughs) or maybe just somebody that we don't even like and maybe we can just, you know, have a civil conversation. (laughs) So, um, and another thing is um after you know repeating meals which again is really good for you I highly recommend it and now that makes you being able to be more strict with your meals so when it comes to be more strict with your meals like I said now we can actually go out and plan all right so look at the grocery stores like I said go to different grocery stores um especially Aldi's or Lids um or if you have a save a lot and compare the prices because yes they might be the same exact store but trust me the prices are actually different and it could be because it's a county thing you know the other 
um, you know, one that's in the city, that's the county, but the one that's on the outskirts of the city, that's a different county. So it, it, the taxes could be different because of the counties. So really consider that. Um, another thing is now this is the time we can actually start thinking about growing our own garden. We can do box gardens. We can do raised box gardens. Heck, we can even do plastic pottery, even though, you know, we don't like to say the plastic, but you can do plastic pottery plants on the back of your deck or on your windowsill to grow herbs or vegetables that do grow very quickly, like tomatoes. I feel like we can never, like, even though I'm horrible at planting, but a tomato plant will grow. <laughs> it grows just about anywhere. So, you know, those are things to consider is to start getting into a good hobby. But, you know, take your kids, take your kids and start gardening. And um, even your spouse, maybe just, you know, have them help build a box and then you guys can like layer it out and then just start, you know, garden. And then also, you know, farmer's markets, really consider these farmer's markets now. All right. So like definitely be in the locals, you know, look in the newspapers or um, go online and type in farmer's markets, you know, look at these other farmers um, that are near you or butchers. Um, you can even look at butchers because if you go into a butcher, just um, they have flyers there and they're from farmers and there are different people that have their own gardens and meats and things that they produce themselves and it's a lot healthier. The prices might be up a little bit, but it, usually that like includes the taxes or the taxes are very, very low because, you know, they, they get a good discount on, you know, their taxes for their farms and stuff like that. So that's another thing to consider is supporting your local farmers markets, supporting your farmers. That's really, really important because without them, we wouldn't have food basically. Um, everything would be GMO, you know, genetically modified. So we don't want that. We want to stay away from, you know, genetic foods. You know, genetic foods even are um, the same thing with like fruits and vegetables and meats. You know, those can be GMO and we don't want that at all. We don't want any of that. No chemicals in our food because that's just, you know, higher risk for disease, heart disease, liver, kidney, pancreas, um, and then also brain, because our gut, everything, anything that happens in our gut, you know, gets registered to our brain, your lymph nodes, I could go, literally go on, but we don't want any of that, so really pay attention to what you're putting into your body, read the ingredients, if you see an ingredient on there, and you don't know what it is, or you can't pronounce it, literally, I Google right there. If I'm in the grocery store, I literally Google it to see what what chemical or what vitamin or whatever this is, and is it good for me? Is it good for my family? What does it do when I put it in my body? How does it, you know, break down, like, over a long period of time? Like, am I going to see long-term effects, you know? So we really have to consider that. And I think that's all I have for that talking point. But really just that is really good about grocery prices, you know, paying attention, creating meal plans, repeating meal plans, and 
start getting into a new hobby of growing, growing plant boxes, um, different vegetables and fruits. And even if you're in an area where maybe the climate of the area doesn't allow you to grow certain vegetables, try to bring it inside, you know. Try to do it yourself. Put a heat lamp on it if it requires more, you know, heat and stuff like that. So, and another talking point that I had on here um, was, you know, again, this is time to be strict. So, I went over that and we know that. All right. And then also finding what agrees with your body. When you find something that agrees with your body, it's so much easier to digest. Your body actually knows where to process those vitamins, those fats, those carbs, those um, proteins, potassium, iron um, that you see in there, and sometimes magnesium. So your body knows where to take all of that because it's like, oh, this roadmap. It's like a roadmap. You've traveled the same route before, and it knows where to go, and then it becomes where it's like automatic or pilot mode, so to say, but you know where things are going, which is very good because then you know when your body feels good, and you know when your body feels bad, So, and you have to listen. Listen to your body. Listen to the gut, all right? Because a lot of times when the gut doesn't feel good, your head doesn't feel good. You start getting headaches or you get dizzy, or you see like little red or white stars, or you have blurry vision. Um, So those are things, those are symptoms. So like if you eat something, ingest something that is just not tolerable, you're going to feel the effects not only in your gut, but in your head, all right? So a lot of people think that because they digest something, maybe the body does digest it, but the way it goes through the process of storing it or trying to get it out of your body. Maybe it's a type of toxin or whatever, and now you feel funny in the head. That's a symptom. That's a side side effect right there. So please pay attention to your gut and what your head is telling you as well. So, you know, gut health, again, is a roadmap to everything, everything in our body. It is crazy how the gut basically does all of that absorbs all of that and makes you feel the way you feel you know we don't want to feel groggy we want to feel good so being able to be more strict with our meals and paying close attention will allow you to feel better and you will notice that Uh, just this past week like I said when I went to the grocery store me and my husband I told my husband like as a joke like shit I went to Aldi's and the chicken and the broccoli and the rice was cheap like a two pound bag of white rice was a dollar 89 and I forget how many ounces of the frozen broccoli I mean they're little bags but were 95 cents a piece and then the chicken the which was chicken thighs the chicken thighs the boneless chicken thighs were cheaper and like you got a little bit more than a pound and they were like I think it was like four Four ninety. I want to say it's four ninety nine, but like if it was over a little pound, it was like five, a little over five bucks, like five bucks and some change, and that was, you know, a lot cheaper than getting the frozen stuff, the frozen chicken, and then the chicken breast that you know they juice up, but it was a lot cheaper, 
and I was jokingly saying, that's, you know, that's all I'm going to eat. I'm like, man, I'll be hella skinny. And, but it's true. Like, if you eat that same thing in the process, like, your body will know how to store it. And it's actually really good for you, too. Um, And you'll feel a lot better. But he was like, let's do it. So I was like, are you serious? He's like, yeah, let's just do it. And let's just see how we feel. So, um... We are trying to do that, basically. So, I mean, I did get, like, other things to supplement with that. So, like, last night, um, I did get red potatoes. And we had, so last night, I had the chicken thighs. And I baked them. But I did garlic salt, minced onion, and Italian seasoning. And then some olive oil that I put on the bottom and then sprayed a little bit on top. And then I just basically laid it in my circle pan. It's like a little pie pan, but it's a, I, I think it's like more of a cake pan. But I, it's easy to fit in my um, top stove oven, the one that I have on my counter, my counter oven, whatever you call it. Um, so I put that in there, and then I put, um, I had a bag of frozen which is bell peppers and onions. So I sprinkled a little bit of that on top and like shoved it in between the chicken thighs. And then I cut up some potatoes and also did garlic salt and some Italian seasoning and then sprayed some olive oil and mixed it. So I had those two things, popped them both in the oven. And then once they were done, they were it was actually quite really good. I really liked the chicken with the chicken thighs with the bell peppers and the onions and again it's a a bag of frozen bell peppers and onions that I got um and I just sprinkled it on and it was really good we were quite content quite happy and then of course if I have a sweet tooth or anything I my go-to is a chocolate um protein shake if you have casein casein would be better it's a little thicker and um it's slower digesting, so I highly recommend getting a good casein protein, and then also if you get a plain yogurt, you know, that plain yogurt where it's like zero, you know, doesn't have, if you can, you can get the fat free, but it has like hardly any carbs, and it's just basically all protein, um, that would be really good, and then you can mix your casein protein in it, and then you can take some like either frozen fruit like blueberries or you can take some fresh raspberries and just put on top it is so good very good and then of course for my collection I have the raspberry truffle um, protein it's a pea protein it's 100% vegan because I'm trying to go more towards the vegan even with my cosmetics um, which I've seen a huge difference. But for my line, I do get the raspberry truffle, which I love, and that is really good. And I like just mixed that with some low-fat plain yogurt, and oh my god, it's like my dream treat. Um, so if you're interested in that, just please let me know. Um, you can even go on to my website... Uh, which is ambergafke.arbon.com. Um, so I do have Arbon products. Again, it's from my collection, which I, it's, you know, n- basically Nourish and Lift um, is the business. So, but I everybody gets my price of everything. So, um, which is great. 
But anyways, <clears throat> those are some things that you can consider. If you're still feeling hungry, the best thing I can tell you is to drink a protein because a lot of times that suppresses that sweet tooth that you have, plus it's good for you, and it's low in carbs, and you don't want a bunch of carbs before bedtime. And then also another thing that you can do is if you say you did that and you're still kind of hungry, um, try to drink, like take a your jug of water. Like I have a hydro jug. Drink your hydro jug, all right? And take it with you everywhere. So take it with you, go to the bathroom, do your skincare routine or, you know, take a shower, whatever you need to do. Get, get your bed clothes on, ready, laid out, whatever you do. And then hop in bed and continue to drink your water. It will suppress your appetite. Trust me. So those are some tips and tricks that you can do for that as well. And again, that brings us to focusing on our water intake. When we know we're not feeling good, which you'll feel, you know, little side or back pains or your head feels funny or funky and you probably know your skin's a little dry and maybe your face is a little dry, the skin on your face, then you have not drank enough water or even the color of our urine. That is the most, you know, known fact that if whatever color our urine is, that's how we know if something's not right, something's off, um, even if it's cloudy, like white cloudiness, then, you know, that's proteins. We want to make sure we get that checked out immediately because you don't want to develop any kidney stones or anything like that. But anyways, you want to make sure that you're drinking plenty of water, all right? Water is everything for our bodies, and especially if you want that glowy look or if you just want your skin to look good, and you know, and also it helps with cellulite. Making sure that you are getting your water in does help with the reduction of cellulite. Just because your skin is actually nourished with water, moisturized, and feels good, and it will allow to have that you know bounce and stuff like that. And then also, of course, when we age, our collagen also decreases. So supplementing with collagen. Um, again, I have another collagen um, supplement. It's a powder form and you could take it on the go anywhere. I love it. Um, so that is another thing of mine um, that you can definitely look into and it's 30 servings and it's great. I love it. So definitely, definitely um, check it out, but even let me know. Again, you can let me know on my email of crossfit.mom6 at gmail.com. Um, again, you can definitely hit me up there and we can go into details with all of that. So, and I think that actually brings us to that. So I did a pretty good job of getting this underneath 30 minutes. <laughs> so, but again, you know, just a quick, um, wrap of everything, you know, like I said, we know grocery prices are going up. So support your local farmer's market. All right. If you don't have a local farmer's market near you for any reason, then, you know, a hobby of yours can grow your own garden, all right? Start that. Get your kids involved. Um, and then also, Aldi's, Lids, and Save-A-Lots, and if there's any other stores that are similar to that, you know, definitely go and compare prices because if you're going to be shopping in the city, highly recommend shopping on the outskirts of the city because it's going to be cheaper. Promise that. 
all right? And then planning our meals, making sure we're more strict with ourselves on meal planning. And actually, it's really good for our gut to be repeating the meals as well. And you'll notice that within yourself. You'll notice that within your family when everybody's like starting to repeat the same thing. It does become second nature, becomes a habit, and you won't even basically notice that. The only thing you're going to notice more is spending time with the family. And then, um, again, finding things that agree with your body because everything is all about our gut health and how we feel. All right, so pay attention to that. Pay attention if you feel groggy on certain days, you know, think about what you ate. Did you drink enough water? Did you get enough, you know, antioxidants maybe? Maybe you're lacking in some antioxidants, so you need something to boost that up. Um, get some more B12 and B6 in. So definitely, um, again, I have solutions for that, so please let me know if you need help with that. And then also listening to that gut again, and focusing on getting the water that you really need. All right, there's apps. If you have iPhone, Androids, Google, there are apps. You can even Google on, you can even Google in the Google research, you know, how much water do I need for being, you know, say 5'8 and 160 pounds, you know? So like what, what is the ounces of water that I need to intake a day for, my height and my weight. So if you are looking for that, there are apps. And then also you can go on Google and you're looking for your height and your weight. All right. You plug those numbers in and then it gives you the ounces of water that you need in a day. So highly recommend that. And again, if you ever need any nutrition or supplementing, please let me know. I love going into all that details and what makes the body feel good and what kind of supplements if you are looking for something like hey I, I don't want like to be taking a huge variety of supplements I just want to take certain ones trust me I got it for you and you won't be thinking that you're taking like a whole thing of supplements so just let me know on that again it's um ambergafke.arbon.com and again the last name is g-a-e-f-c-k-e because I know that's a funky one and then you can go on there to the website. Again, if you're interested in anything, don't worry about the price because mine's cheaper. You just email me and let me know. And that is crossfit.mom6 at gmail.com. And I will get you exclusive. I can have it shipped to you, everything like that. Um, again, I'm in the process of trying to get my website up and running. Um, so that way it can be linked through mine. But other than that, I hope you all have a good Saturday. We got football today, so I'm pretty excited about that. But I will talk to you all later. Have a good one. Bye.